Okay, good evening everyone. Afrelech and Chanukah. We have a fantabulous year for tonight. Parshas Miketz and Chanukah. We're continuing the Shira Mount Sefiratius, which are again generously sponsored by Dr. Zakim and Mishpacha Ilyanishmas, Rav Shalom Eliezer ben Rav Yaakov Zakim, and Ilyanishmas Rivka Bas Tovi Halevi. They should be Melitzer for their whole family, for Simcha Sanachas, Abi Yaskoel Tzadak. This week's shir is sponsored by my dear friend in Eretz Yisrael anonymously. May Hashem bless him. Bamizrach. Okay. Tonight she is also dedicated by my dear friend Rab Avi Tuckman as a zechus for Shmira for all the soldiers. Hashem should watch over them and protect them. Mikol Nego Macha Mikol Tonight's shir is also dedicated by our dear friend Mishpachas Herman, Mrs. Yehudit Herman, Le'iloy Nishmas, her sister, Ellen Goldberg of Indianapolis, Indiana. Yeah? Where's Indianapolis? Okay. On her third yard site, Esther Shoshana Bas Ruvain. Also, um, in honor of the new Sefer, which you might not have heard about yet, but we're going to get to that soon. And also, Zuchus Shmira for the Chayalim. Tonight's cheer is also sponsored by my dear friend, Dr. Yitzchak Samet. Shem should be mevarachim, shefa bracha v'hatzlacha. Tonight is the seventh night of Hanukkah. So, still plenty of time to get the new Sefer. So you have it already, but you don't have two. It looks, you should know, that two on the shelf look even, it's not, doesn't just look twice as good as one. It's like a whole different feel. Yeah, you like that one. That's not a good, that's a good plug. Look how nice the gold lettering is. Josh, right? It looks nice. Now, what you could do is, and you could leave it on the shelf just in the cover, and nobody will know you actually pulled the book out. That's also an option. Um, also, the safer that's available on Hanukkah, The Light and the Splendor. We have an amazing share tonight. Actually, for a, a quite a bit, we've been trying to finish up uh, Beratius Volume 2 in Lashon HaKodesh. So everybody wants to know, what is taking so long? What's taking so long is we wanted to complete the subject of the sale of Yosef HaTzadik. Because we know, Rabbeinu B'chayi tells us from the Arizal that the ten brothers who were involved in selling Yosef were in Nesgalgel. They reincarnated as the Asara Haruge Malchus, the ten martyrs. And we wanted to treat this subject as fully as possible. So over the years... We discussed, we wanted to identify which brother is which Tana. So we discussed the opinion that Yosef is Rabbi Akiva. We, expe- we learned the opinion that Shimon is Rabbi Akiva. We learned the opinion that God was Rabbi Akiva. That Rabbi Akiva came to atone for God's role in the sale. So Rabbi Akiva could have been Shimon. Rabbi Akiva, that we did last year. Rabbi Akiva could have been Yosef. Rabbi Akiva could have been Hashem. Last year we did a shir that who was Ruvain? Ruvain was Nesgalgel as Rabbi Lezer ben Horkinus. So, but I knew there was still one more missing piece. And that is one more possibility of who could be Rabbi Akiva. And this subject ties not only into Tarshas uh, Miketz, but into Hanukkah, and this will be, I would call it, the final piece, in uh, at least uh, for the beginning of this subject. 
in the Pisma in Ma'is Tzor, we say, Yevanim Nikbitsu Alai. The Greeks gathered upon me, Azai Bimei Chashmanim, in the times of the Chashmanan. Ufartsu Chaymois Migdalai, they breached the walls of my fortress. Anybody know how many breaches they made? Thirteen breaches. Vitimu Kalhashmanim, they defiled all the oil. Omi Naisar Kan Kanim. And from the leftover jugs, Naasa Naisa Shoshanim. A miracle occurred to those compared to a rose. B'nei vina, men of understanding. Yemei shmaina, eight days. Kavushir urenanim. They established song and and festivities. Okay. Shir urenanim. The question is, who exactly are these men of understanding? B'nei vina, men of understanding. Who are they? Who are these men of understanding? Were they the Chashmonaim? Since when do we call Chashmonaim men of understanding? We usually call them Koyhanim. Who are these men of understanding? What's interesting is that there is a group of people that the Tanakh refers to as men of understanding. Anybody know who that is? Shevet Yisachar. Shevet Yisachar are called men of understanding. In Divrei Hayamim, it says, Uvnei Yisachar, Yoidei Vina Loitim, who know understanding of the times, Ladas Mayasa Yisrael, to know what Yisrael should do. Rashehem Masayim. Interesting, the Bnei Yisachar are called Vina Loitim, and perhaps then they are the Bnei Vina. You know, it's interesting, the Gemara says that the way Hashem created the world and the dynamics of husband and wife, the Pasuk says that that a woman may want to have certain um, companionship with her husband, but she doesn't have the goal to ask explicitly. It always comes from the man. That's the Gemara says, human nature. However, the Gemara makes a very interesting statement. The Gemara says, a woman who asks will have children even greater than the generation of Maish Rabbeinu. The Gemara asks, Really? What, who could possibly have children greater than Moshe Rabbeinu? Says the Gemara, in the times of Moshe Rabbeinu, they were men, they were chachamim, they were nevoinim, they were yaduim. But they, didn't, they were looking for nevoinim. They didn't find any nevoinim. However, Leah had someone who had bina. Leah had Yisachar. Yisachar is yoidei bina la'itim. Why was Leah zoichet to Yisachar? Because Leah asked to live with Yaakov. How do we see that? Because when he was coming home, she was riding on a donkey coming out toward him. So she took the initiative. And because she took the initiative, she had a child greater even than the generation of Moshe Rabbeinu, Yisachar. The Gemara asks, yeah, but um, we just mentioned human nature as it comes to the man. Yes, says the Gemara, but if the, if the wife intimates, then it's considered admirable and one will be zoicha to children even greater than Yisachar. Okay, without getting into too much detail, what the Gemara ends up saying is that Yisachar is considered the paragon of Bina. And therefore, perhaps, when we say B'nai Bina Yemei maybe it's referring to Shevet Yisachar. And in fact, there are a number of sources that indeed 
the ones that enacted the miracle, the Yom Tov of Hanukkah, were Shevet Yisachar. Who says this? The Shirma'oin. Shirma'oin is in the back of the Tairas Moshe of the Chsam Seifer, from one of the Talmidei Chsam Seifer. He brings a very interesting medrash. This is a medrash plia. Does any, did anybody ever hear this medrash plia on a pasuk in Shirashirim? The pasuk says, "Hadu da'im nasnu reach." The dudaim gave a fragrance. The al pisachinu komigadim, and by all of our doors are treats. That's a pasuk in Shirashirim. It says, "Hadu da'im nasnu reach." The al pisachinu komigadim, and the medrash darshins. He went to gather the Dudam in the field. And because of that, we have Hanukkah. So in other words, Because Ruvain gathered the Dudam, therefore, we have Ner Hanukkah. So the question is, why because the Dudam gave Reach, do we have Ner Hanukkah? Where's the Okay. Why because, just some technical, uh, why because Ruvain gathered the Dudaim, do we have Ner Hanukkah? Okay. You hear that? Why because Ruvain gathered the Dudaim, do we have Ner Hanukkah? Says the Shirma Ein. Ruvain was gathering the Dudaim. Leah comes to, uh, uh, Rachel comes to uh, Ruvain and Leah and says, uh, give me some of the Dudam. The Dudam had fertility-inducing uh, properties. So Leah said, you, it's bad enough you want my husband, now you also want my Dudam? So Rachel says, I'll, ha- I'll rent out Yaakov for the night, you give me the Dudam, I'll give you Yaakov. And that night, Leah lived with Yaakov, and who was born? Yisachar. And who established Hanukkah? Yisachar. So that's the meaning of the Medrash. Hadudayim nasnureach. That's Ruvain who gathered the Dudayim. And because of Ruvain gathering the Dudayim, v'al pesachenu kamegadim, we have Nerois Hanukkah, because who established Hanukkah? The Bnei Bina. Who are the Bnei Bina? Shevet Yisachar. That's the Medrash. But the bottom line is, you see, who established Hanukkah? Not the Chashmayim. Shevet Yisachar established Hanukkah. By the way, you know who else says this? Your good Rav Ron Yosef Chaim Masud Abi Chatzera. Not to be cons- confused with Rav Masud Abi Chatzera. Rav Ron Yosef Chaim Masud Abi Chatzera, a descendant. He says that's what it means. Bnei Bina Shevet Yisachar, who are Yoide Bina Leitim Yemei Shmoina Kavu Shirurananim. So, if you wanted to know who established Hanukkah, Shevet Yisachar. No, not not the guy, not the person Yisachar, the son of Yaakov. In the times of Hanukkah, the Shevet Yisachar, who were the heads of the Sanhedrin, they were the ones who legislated Hanukkah. Okay, so interesting because Reuven gathered the Dudaim, therefore we have Hanukkah. And it is well known, friends, that there is a a famous sefer, a beautiful sefer, a classic sefer, the sefer Bnei Yisachar, written by Reb Tzvi Elimelech of Dinov who he was traveling once to the Chayz of Lublin, and he's traveling and traveling, thinking to himself, you know, I wonder what Shevet I'm from. Did you ever wonder about that? I know what Shevet I'm from. 
Abba tradition, I'm from Shevet Yehuda. That's what my grandfather told us, and that we're from Rashi, and we're from David. And don't be that impressed. As we said many times, almost all Ashkenazim come from Rashi. 80% of Ashkenazim come from Rashi. But the, the Bnei Yisachar was wondering, what Shevet does he come from? Now, at that time, he was not the Bnei Yisachar. He was Rav Tzvi Elimelech of Dinov. And he's going to his Rebbe, the Chayz of Lublin. What was the Chayz of Lublin's name? Rabbi Yitzchak Yosef, no? Yeah, so... <laughs> and he told his Rebbe, you know, Rebbe, whenever Hanukkah times comes, I feel such inspiration. I've, my soul is on fire. My soul is stirring. Rebbe, where does this come from? And, and I know, it's not because I come from the Hashemonoim, because I'm not a Kohen. And the Rebbe said that... Uh, let me tell you something. This, this was what, what was going on in the Bnei Saskar's mind on the way to the Chayza Lublin. He walks into the Chayza. The Chayza takes one look at him. He says, Tzvi Elimelech, you're from Shevet Yisachar. That's why every year when Hanukkah times comes, your soul is on fire. Because since the uh, Shevet Yisachar established and legislated Hanukkah, you feel a special connection to Hanukkah. And therefore, that's what Shevet you're from. He didn't have to say anything. He didn't have to ask anything. The Rebbe just looked him in the eye and he says, you're from Shevet Yisachar. Therefore, Rav Tzvi Elimelech Abdinov named his sefer B'nai Yisachar. His son, Rabbi Yalazar, named his sefer Yoide'ei Bina. Why? Because since his father was from Yisachar and Yisachar is Yoide'ei Bina Lo'itim. So, uh, let me tell you something. If your father is from Yisachar, guess what? You're also from Yisachar. So he figured if the Tata named the Sefer B'nai Yisachar, and by the way, if you look by Hanukkah, one of the chapters on Hanukkah in the B'nai Yisachar is called Sarei Yisachar. So there's a very particular connection between um, yeah, the, yeah, he has tremendous amount of uh, writing on Hanukkah. And he himself would always feel a special connection to Hanukkah. In fact, it's reported that he had every night of Hanukkah, Torah on the words Yehuda HaMakavi. Every night he would say Gematrias and Ramazim and secrets on the words Yehuda HaMakavi. But again, this is all to bring out who established Hanukkah? Shevet Yisachar. But I discovered it's more than that. Because, you know, there's a Shailah on Hanukkah, whether the parties that we make, are they Sudas Rishos or they Sudas Mitzvah? Simply, they should be Sudas Rishos. What are you doing exactly? You're intaking high caloric foods. Yeah? You're setting your health back years and years just from eight days. You know, my father told me about the donuts. There's a very important rule. Ein lecha rishos lehishtamesh bahem ela leroisam belvad. Anyway, so what? It's a Sudas Mitzvah? How's a Sudas Mitzvah? So many Rishonim say it's not a Sudas Mitzvah. But the Ramah brings, it might be a Sudas Mitzvah, because these are the days they inaugurated the Mizbeach. In Pasha's Nasai, we're going to read it on Friday morning. And we read it every morning, right? We read every morning the Chanukah Samizbeach. Of all the Karbanos that were brought by Yehuda, by Yisachar, by all the, all the 12 days of Nisan, whose idea was it? Only by, um, by, by one of the days, by most of the days it says, not right? It's, 
But by the second day, by Shevet Yisachar, it says, Hikriv es Karbana. says, Medrash, why does it say Hikriv by Yisachar? Because the whole thing was his idea. All the Karbanas that were brought, he was Mechadish, and he told everybody, hey, we need to bring Karbanas, this is what we need to do. The Medrash in Shir Hashim says, Kach me'itam, v'hoyu mahu kach me'itam, mi nosan lohem eso'itza, amar Rabbi Simoin, shiftoi shal Yisachar. Amar lohem, ha-mishkan hazesh atam oisim, parechu ba'avir, this mishkan that you're making, it's floating in the air, asulay agolois, kedei shehei nitan bahem, husha kosem shaber shevet Yisachar, so not only did Shevet Yisachar establish the Yom Tov of Hanukkah, they were the ones who came up with the idea of how to inaugurate the Mizbeach. Isn't that interesting? So now I want to share with you something that I found today. Yisachar. Why? Because the word Yisachar has two meanings, two, two shins. One is, Nasan Hashem Schari. Leah says, God rewarded me. And the other thing is, Kisachar Sechartiha. She bought Yaakov for the night. That's not a very nice, uh, that we throw under the rug, that, that meaning. So we keep that one silent. Okay. Was he part of the, the plan to kill Yosef? Avada. He was agreed to that. Of course. How could he do so? We'll have to talk about that maybe. This might be the night to talk about that. Because next week we're ready in Parshas Vayigash, and now we're talking about the sale of Yosef. So we might want to have to deal with that question. Once, okay. Well, I'm, I'm going to come to that. Okay. So right now, what what have we established? That the Yom Tif of Hanukkah was legislated by Bnei Bina Shevet Yisachar. Not only did Yisachar establish Hanukkah, it was their idea to initiate the Karbanas to inaugurate the Mizbeach. I found in a number of svarim, the Yom Tif of Chanukah is a tikkun from Mechiras Yosef. We sold Yosef. It's a, it's a sin that we have to deal with in every generation. God just punished the Jewish people because of the sin of Yosef a few weeks ago. Did you know that? Do you remember? We are, um, where Hamas sent missiles out of Shifa Hospital, and they they uh, tore down half their hospital. And who was blamed? Israel was blamed. And what did it say on the front page of the newspaper? Blood libel! Why are there blood libels? We, we said here in the share many, many times, Rabbi Chanan Wasserman says, Rabbi Chaim Palaji says, that the reason why the Jewish people suffer from blood libels is because we invented the blood libel. We sold Yosef. Yaakov says, where is he? We dipped his tunic in blood. We said to Yaakov, hey Yaakov, do you recognize this? Hakerna. We made up the blood libel. Says Rabbi Khanan, in every generation there's a blood libel against the Jewish people. So how do we rectify the Avera? The Tiferet Shlom of Radomsk says, Chanukah hu tikkun lemechiras Yosef. You think it's a coincidence that on Shabbos Chanukah we read Vayeshev and Miketz, the parish of Mechiras Yosef. Why? Chanukah is a tikkun for Mechiras Yosef. That's why, take a look at number 11. This is one of the most astounding Ramazim to Hanukkah. It's in this week's parsha, and it's from one of the early Rishonim. Vayahar Yosef itam es binyamin vayoyimer lasher abeisai haveis hanashim haboy. So look at these words. Utevayach tevach v'hachein 
Look at the word vehachain. You take the word vehachain and the last ches of tevach, Chanukah says the Shulte Hagibayrim. Shulte Hagibayrim writes, in most years, Parshas Miketz is Chanukah. You take the ches of tevach, you appendage it to vehachain, Chanukah. What about the other letters? Ah, the other letters. Look at this. Um, and what about the letters Utevayach Tevach? Gematria 44, the 44 candles of Hanukkah with the Shamash. You hear this? Don't, by the way, don't accept what I'm saying. You need to look, okay? You look at the word Vehachain and the Ches. The Ches of Tevach, Vehachain spells Hanukkah. The letters Utevayach Tevach. Gematria, 44 candles of Hanukkah. Or the Imre Noyim of Jacob says like this. Ches ve'achin is Hanukkah. And the remaining letters, u'tavayach, tes ve'ez, are 36, the 36 candles of Hanukkah, without the Shamash. Also, u'tavayach, tevach, ve'achin, is gematria kaihanim, he says. This is one of the most authentic, authoritative Ramazim to Hanukkah. Why? Because... Chanukah is a tikkun from Mechiras Yosef. In fact, Megala Amukoy says the Gematri of Yosef is Antiochas. On Melech Yavan. Because, because of the Mechiras Yosef, we went through the Gezeros of Chanukah in order to rectify it. So Chanukah is a tikkun from Mechiras Yosef. Now I want to throw an idea. Then, then, then uh, this rem is not going to do us that much good. But it's still the fact that you're not going to read it this way. But still, it's the it's the subject of Mechiras Yosef, right? So, in the subject of Mechiras Yosef, by the way, the words Miketz Shinasayim Shinasayim Smoil Ner Tadlik Yemin Mezuzah says the Shulte Hagi Bayram. Shinasayim Vayihi Miketz Shinasayim Smoil Ner Tadlik Yemin Mezuzah. So I want to advance an idea. Loi Roisi Veloi Shamati, but I think it's going to be Oyem And we're going to use Rabbi Yitzchak. How do I say your name? Rabbi Yitzchak, right? Um, is is barking up a good tree? Yeah. If Hanukkah is a tikkun from Mechiras Yosef, which brother would you say is most responsible for Mechiras Yosef? Now, in, in past years, we said that according to the opinion, we asked, why was Rabbi Akiva punished so harshly more than any other, other Asar Haruge Malchus? So we brought from Megala Mukais. Because Rabbi Akiva was Shimon, and Shimon's the one who started the whole mechira. He said, "Ah, oh, Here's the dreamer. The dreamer's coming." So, because Shimon started the whole thing, therefore Rabbi Akiva was Gilgal of Shimon. He uh, he got the most severe punishment. But today, I want to argue differently. What was the sin of Mechiras Yosef? What was the, what was the sin? Why did the brothers want to sell Yosef? What they didn't like him? They were jealous of him. 
he had a nicer suit. Yaakov gave him a custom-made suit, and they were wearing, you know, a basement bargain suit from Barra Park. What, what exactly, what was the, bro- the brother's problem? The Sfarno writes that it was a halachic decision, that they thought that Yosef wanted to kill them, or he was tattling to Yaakov about them, and Yaakov would curse them, and they would die, or they would lose Olam Haba. So they halachically decided Yosef was a roidef. Yosef was trying to kill them. In fact, as Farno says, they never regretted selling him. Because even when they said they're guilty, they didn't say they're guilty of selling him. They said they're guilty of not having mercy on him when he besieged for his life. The bottom line is, this was not a, um, a personal uh, act of venom and hatred. It was a halachic decision. In fact, if Zalman Saratskin writes, not only was it a halachic decision, it was a decision of a Jewish court. How do we know that? Because right after they sold him, what does it say? Vayeshvu lechalachem. They sat down to eat bread. Why are they eating bread then? Says of Zalman Saratskin, because while you're adjudicating a case, the Dayanim are not supposed to eat a lot. So when the case was over, the Torah says they sat down to eat bread. Why does the Torah say they ate bread? Because the Torah is emphasizing, don't think they just, you know, acted out of hatred. They paskined his chayiv to be sold. And the proof that it was a psak halacha is that they ate only after they carried out the psak. Moreover, when they sold Yosef, what did they buy with the money? Shoes. Why did they buy shoes? Next question. But their brother was probably going to die. You know, imagine they, they sold, they basically sold Yosef to terrorists. So they should be sitting Shiva. Is an Avel allowed to wear shoes? No. So think about it. They sell their brother. Who knows? He's probably dead. And what do they do? They put on shoes. Why do they put on shoes? Because the halacha is that even though so, somebody who's an Avel has to take off his shoes, but if a relative is killed by Bezdin, there's no Avelos. You're not allowed to sit Shiva. So to demonstrate, to demonstrate, they weren't killing him. It was the Psak Halacha. It was the, it was the decision of a court. So they Dafka bought shoes to indicate they're clean. We're not even sitting Shiva for him. Now, question. So it could be the sin was that um, the sin was because they hated him, they were disqualified to judge him. That was a sin. It was an improper. It was a, it was a a, a a violation of the laws of adjudication. Yeah, procedural law. What? Yeah, but they should have known that because they had a uh, some. So they're in a Gebedavar. Now, which means they got the right psak. He actually was Chayiv Misa, but they were not allowed to be the Dayanim. So it's not that they came to the wrong decision. It's that they weren't allowed to be the ones to decide. The bottom line is, the brother's decision to sell Yosef was the decision of a court. So I ask you, if the decision of the brothers was the decision of the court, which one of the brothers was probably most responsible for what happened to Yosef. I would argue Yitzhak. I never saw that anywhere. 
But if you understand that the Mechiru is the decision of the court, and the Sanhedrin of Klal Yisrael, the Dayanim of, in other words, Yosef's the Melech, uh, Yosef is the Yisoid, and Yehuda's the Melech, and Levi are the Tamich HaChomim. But who's the Sanhedrin? Yisachar. So who's the Rosh Sanhedrin of the brothers? You, I think it's reasonable to say Yisachar. So in a certain sense, which brother is most responsible for what happened to Yosef? Yisachar. Comes the Zayar HaKadosh, and the Zayar HaKadosh asks that we know that the ten brothers, they had to pay the price that they came back in the guise of the Sarah Ruge Malchus. One of them was Rabbi Akiva, Frek the Zayar. But Rabbi Akiva, Leslie Zuchus Avois, answers the Zayar cryptically, Umi b'nei Yisachar yoidei b'na le'itim. So the Zayar asks, Rabbi Akiva didn't have Zechus And the Zayar answers, from the sons of Yisachar yoidei b'na le'itim. So Rabbi Moshe Kuravero says, what's the Zayar's kasha? And what's the Zayar's answer? You know, what, what's the Zayar saying? Says Rabbi Moshe Kuravero, the Zayar is asking very simply. The Zayar wants to know, we know Rabbi Akiva is one of the ten martyrs. But how could he be a martyr for one of the Shvatim when he's from Gerim? So he doesn't have Zechusim. So how could he be Mechaper for one of the Shiftei Ka? The answer is, he does have Zechus Why? Because even though he's from Gerim, he was the Gilgal of Yisachar. Says the Ramak, at what age, Yisachar, the Yoidei Bina, they have Bina. What age does a person have Bina? What age does Bina kick in? 13, you come Chayv in Mitzvahs. 20, you have, um, 30, you have Kayach. 40, Bina. That's why Rabbi Kiva started to learn at 40 years old. Because since he's the Gilgal of Yisachar, and Yisachar is the master of Bina, and Bina kicks in at 40, that's why Rabbi Kiva started to learn at 40. Now, who caused Yisachar to be um, born? Who was Leah riding when she went out toward Yaakov Avinu? Leah was riding a donkey. That's why Rabbi Kiva said when he was in Amharetz, who would give me a Tamachachma? I'll bite them like a donkey. Because Rabbi Kiva knew about donkeys, says Ramesh Kordovero. By the way, they're bad donkeys and they're good donkeys. We spoke about that a lot in the last couple of weeks. You know, Yishmael is uh, also Chamar. But Yisachar is Chamar Latoiv. Rabbi Kiva was a clip of Chamar Latoiv. Now, so it comes out like this. Um, you know who else says this? The Arizal says in the Sharap Sukkim that Be'inyin Rabbi Akiva Shehu Yisachar Ki Yisachar Nislabish V'nisaber Rabbi Kiva Atzmai. This is the secret of Yisachar Chamor Garem. Yisachar was Nisaber by Rabbi Akiva, who said V'anashchenu kechamor. And the student said, "No, Rabbi, Rabbi, like a dog." No, he said, "Like a donkey." By the way, the Gross says the same thing. That who is Rabbi Akiva? Yisachar. Now, in years past, and I started off the share by saying that this is the final pin in the subject that we've been discussing for a number of years with the Mechiras Yosef and the Saharuge Machas. We learned the opinion of Megala Mukais, Rabbi Akiva Shimon. That's why Shimon had the worst punishment of all. I'm sorry, that's why Rabbi Akiva had the worst punishment of all, because he's Shimon. 
We brought the opinion that Rabbi Kiva is Yosef. We brought the opinion Rabbi Kiva is God. And today, one final opinion, the Zayar, the Ari, Rabbi Akiva is none other than Yisachar. Now, if Chanukah is a Tikkun from Mechiras Yosef, and that's alluded to, that Chanukah's Marumas in Utavayach Tavach Vehochein, and according to the way we're understanding it, that the sale of Yosef was adjudicated as a Sanhedrin, and there, then you can make the case that which one of the brothers is most responsible for selling Yosef? Yisachar. There's no wonder then that if Chanukah is a Tikkun from Mechiras Yosef, why Chanukah was established by the Bnei Bina Shevet Yosef. Because since Rav Shevet Yisachar, in other words, if if Chanukah is a Tikkun from Mechiras Yosef, and the sale of Yosef was carried out by the Rosh Sanhedrin, Yisachar. So you think it's a coincidence that the Shevet Yisachar were the ones who were the Bnei Bina who established Chanukah? And not only did they establish Chanukah, they also were the ones who, it was their idea to inaugurate the Mizbeach, which is another element of Chanukah. Now, just one added uh, Nekuda. What was the sin of the brothers? Did they make the wrong decision? They didn't make the wrong decision. But they didn't deliberate enough. They should have really thought it over. They should have been more deliberate. And they should have realized that even if they're coming to the right decision, but they, they're not qualified to be making that decision. You know, it's very interesting. When it comes to Hanukkah, the Gemara says that uh, the Yivanu came into the Heichal and they contaminated all the oil in the Heichal and the Hashmanam prevailed and they only found one jug and they lit it, and it lasted for eight days. Says the Gemara, L'shana Acheres, in year two, they established and made Chanukah Yom Tom Why year two? Why not year one? So it's a very big question on the Gemara. Why didn't they establish Chanukah in year one? So the Imre Yemes says, from here we see, that even when you have a good idea, you know, take your time. You don't have to, don't jump. But in light of what we're learning, that Chanukah is a tikkun from Mechiras Yosef, and in a certain sense, the halachic element of Mechiras Yosef was carried out, perhaps we're suggesting, Ulai by Yisachar, which also would be another reason why Rabbi Akiva got the most severe punishment. In other words, according to this approach, that Rabbi Akiva is Yisachar, it also is logical why Rabbi Kiva got the most severe. Because again, this was an hal- incorrect halachic decision. Maybe that's why in the formulation of Hanukkah they took extra measure. They waited till year two to make sure, you know, they deliberated and they, they uh, did it in, all, in due time. So this is, uh, call it, at least for, for us, the final piece in uh, the who's who of the Asara Haruge Malchus. By the way, Arizal also says that not only... Did Yisachar become Rabbi Kiva? But before Rabbi Kiva, it was Rabbi Yechem Zakai who also started learning at 40 years old. So you see, Mamish Neflois Mitayraseinu, and uh, when we say the Ma'isur, the Bnei Bina, it's suggested are the Shevet Yisachar who are Yoide Bina Leitim. They were the ones specifically to Masakin the Chedem Mechiras Yosef, Yemei Shmoyno Kavushir Ranim. That's why. Hanukkah time, we specifically read the parashiyos of Vayeshev and Miketz. Wishing everyone a freilich in Hanukkah, and we'll see everybody, Bez Hashem, next week.
for Parshas Vayigash. Shkayach.